Hello and welcome to episode 380 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name is Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and garden. Now coming up a little later on, we are chatting to another Richard, but Richard is the creator of vegplotter.com. We'll find out all about vegplotter.com in just a moment. But first, let's find out what I've been up to in the diary section. It is Saturday the 15th of January 2021 today. I'm in my podding shed, my new shed. Bit of a miserable start to the day. A lot of rain and a lot of wind. And so outside I couldn't really do much. Instead I came into my podding shed, brought an electric heater with me and set that up to warm the place up, which was actually quite welcome in all honesty. It certainly added a nice bit of warmth to this place. Now after that I wanted to get my propagators and grow lights set up in here. On one of the shelves I've laid out my propagators and plugged those in and they're warming themselves up and, and doing what needs to be done. Looking at them I've got plenty of space to actually start thinking about getting some of the bigger propagators and that might do me a bit of a better job. We'll, we'll, we'll worry about that in the future it's not a problem at the moment. Then overhead I've wired in and connected up some grow lights. Now I get my grow lights from Ikea. They come in two forms. You get strip lights and bulbs. Now I've used two of my strip grow lights over my heated propagators which will just help provide some light in order to produce some good plants. I've got one more strip light which I've kept indoors in order to keep my chilli plants with a good amount of sunlight. I've got five chilli plants that were sown in November. They are all looking really nice and lush. Well, I kept four of them indoors and I've just used one of the grow lights indoors to help keep that going. The other chilli plant I've actually moved out to here. We're going to see if it copes well with it being a bit cooler in here. Now down towards the other end where I don't have any heat for the propagators, they are just a tray, I've put above those my three bulb grow lights. These are bulbs that just screw fit in from Ikea again and I think they are absolutely brilliant. And they, they do a, a pretty good job at, well, producing some really lovely, efficient plants. Now with that out of the way I then set about potting up my onions and my spinach. These were sown the back end of last year. The onions were actually sown on Christmas day and they just needed to go into something a bit bigger which I've now done into individual root trainers. That will give them plenty of space to grow on. And in, in just a moment I'm also going to be potting up my marjoram and my tarragon. Again just giving them a bit more space for them to individually grow. In the trays at the moment they're all doing pretty good and uh, I can't say I'm, I'm disappointed with them in the slightest and hopefully it'll provide us with plenty of great herbs plenty, and this whole system. I'm really excited, I'm really pleased with my whole system because I feel like I can be efficient. I can put my seeds in, start them off, move them on all in one place and pot them up and everything. So all really happy with how things are looking. Right, well that's it for today. I'm hoping the weather is going to be a bit better tomorrow because I want to get out into the garden and actually do something outside. It's Sunday the 17th of January 2021 today. Much nicer day in terms of weather. 
so much that I managed to do a lot of work outside in the garden today. Now, could have gone down the allotment, but because it has been pretty wet and boggy down there over recent weeks, I figured I'm not going to do that. I'm going to concentrate on what I have at home. And this was a good thing because it meant I could really crack on and get a, quite a bit of things tidied up. Got an airplane just going overhead, so you know things are, are good when you can hear that. So what did I do? Well, firstly, I went into one bed where I have a lot of beetroot still growing and harvested a load of that. We're going to use that up in our dinner today, so it, it's going to be used. And looking forward to, to some of that tasty beetroot. We still have quite a bit that I can still harvest, in all honesty. I'm thinking... I'll leave it there until it dies back or I have to really use it up. After that, I then went to a, another bed where I had Cape gooseberries and pumpkins growing. Now, these have been growing quite happily and I left them there because they were basically still growing. But the recent cold weather that we've had last couple of weeks have really killed them off. So it was time for them to go. Harvested all the Cape gooseberries that I could find and dug all the plants up, which have all gone into the compost heaps. The pumpkin plants, there was no pumpkins left on them, but the plants themselves had died back and gone brown. So they've got dug up and gone. And that has basically left me with a empty bed. Now this bed wasn't one that has been built properly. I pulled it together last year during lockdown with some bits that I had lying around as a temporary measure. Now that it's empty and we're moving on a bit I'm going to go get some wood during this week and actually build the bed properly which I'm hoping to do next weekend. Now with that empty it opened up quite a bit of space and I went into some of my buckets that still had potatoes growing in them and basically just emptied them out as many as I could. The first few buckets were pretty poor in terms of potatoes but as we got on to the bigger buckets there was some much better looking potatoes which I've all been harvested and again we're going to use that in our dinner so it won't be wasted and actually some of these potatoes look really clean and really really healthy. So yes that is what I've been up to today a rather productive day things are progressing nicely I think now the cold weather is hopefully gone that we can really start cracking on and getting some other tasks done but we'll, we'll keep an eye and see what happens over the next few weeks. It is Monday the 18th of January 2021. I've just came out to my shed after finishing work today and what I've been doing, well I, I mentioned, I think I mentioned anyway, the other day that I brought a load of seed sowing compost. Well I brought that into the shed today and put that into the seed compost bin. That's a Filled that bin up and that's got that ready to go. I reckon I probably, with the four bags and what had left over from last year, I reckon I probably have enough seed sowing compost to last me this season. If if not, it'll be later on in the year, certainly through till June, July time, I reckon, easy. Now, with seed sowing in mind, I have actually gone on and sowed some seeds. Now, I sowed some aubergine seeds. These were seeds from the Supporters Club. They've been sown quite nicely into a tray of seed sowing compost mixed with perlite, just scattered on the top and then sprinkled over some more seed sowing compost. Bit of a mouthful there. 
Then in another pot, I've sown some cauliflower, the variety all year round. Now, this is just a variety that can be sown now, given going, and hopefully they'll produce some really nice, big, strong plants that later on in the year can go outside and potentially get, provide us with cauliflowers, probably in the summer, I'd imagine now. But what I really want to do is get these going and, and doing well. So yes, quite a lot going on here in here now. This this shed is really becoming full of plants and grow lights and everything is starting to take shape and, and really starting to feel like seed sowing time is ready to go. Now I do start my seeds off early and the reason I do that is that I know come March, April, May time when we really should be starting our seeds, I will be busier and busier at work. So I want to get them sown and ready now so that I can process them and get them ready a bit earlier so that come that seed sowing time I'm I'm not struggling to keep up. Now I do have a system with my seeds where I start them off in one heated propagator where it's all closed, it's damp, there's no real light. As soon as they germinate they go into a second propagator which does have light and the, the vent is just cracked open. And then after uh, they've shown signs that they're growing strongly, they'll then go into another heated propagator that has no lid on it at all. That is just there just to provide a bit more, a bit of bottom heat, but plenty of ventilation. And then after that, they go into another tray which has no heat, but all these propagators all have lights above them, which actually does really help produce some good, strong plants, I believe anyway. Right, so that is it for today. That is it for this week's diary update. So I'm going to be chatting to Richard from Veg Plotter in just a moment. But before that, let's have a little commercial break. Well, hopefully you're enjoying this podcast so far. We'll be back with the content in just a moment, but I just want to take this opportunity to ask if you would consider becoming a member of the VegGrow Podcast Supporters Members Club. It costs just £5 a month, and for that £5, it enables me to keep the podcasts going and encourage more people to grow their own food. But in return, what you will get for that £5 is each month you get several packets of seeds sent directly to your front door, and these seeds can be sown in that corresponding month. Added to that, you will get behind the scenes podcasts, videos, blog posts, a lot more content for your money. To find out more and become a member, head to the vegcrowdpodcast.co.uk and click on the supporting members link. Well, what a productive week. It certainly feels like I can get on and do stuff in this shed. Now I've got electric in there, I've got lighting in there, I can actually go out there in the evening, even though it's dark, when I get home from work and still do something, which I am absolutely pleased about. And it's something I'm going to be doing a lot more. These dark nights really don't agree with me, but you know what, if I can get outside and do something, it'll make my life so much happier even if it is just in a shed and just potting on some plants, sowing some seeds, anything like that just makes me feel so much happier. Now I've got Richard holding on the line, but before I bring Richard in, I had a comment from Robert, and Robert informs me he's a carpenter, and what he said is that he heard me talk about using hardboard inside my shed, which created a wave. 
Well, what Robert said is that what I should have done, and I could still do it, is actually spray the hardboard with water before potting it in. And what would have happened, I believe, is that the hardboard would have sort of expanded. But as it dried out, it would have shrunk to a nice snug fit. So I, I thought I'd put that out there for anybody else. If they want to use hardboard inside a shed, perhaps what you might need to look at doing is spray it in water first. And I, I love little comments like that, little tips like that. It really does go a long way to help us all out. Now, moving on from that, vegplotter.com. I mentioned this at the beginning of 2021, so just a couple of weeks ago. And I've been playing around quite a bit with vegplotter. I started using it a few years ago and I quite liked it, but I just never got on with the IT side of things. I'm not an IT person. Fast forward to this year and I thought I'll go back to it and give it a try and started planning out my allotment and my garden. And I've got to admit, now I'm doing it on my PC and I have a better idea of what I'm doing with IT. I'm finding it a lot easier. Added to that, the more I'm using it, the more I seem to be able to get on with it, get, get a lot better at it, which makes sense, of course, I guess. Now I bring this up because Richard contacted me after I mentioned vegplotter.com on a previous podcast. Now, Richard reached out just to thank me for mentioning vegplotter.com. He, he's really pleased with the work he does and really appreciates the mention. So much that he actually bought one of my mugs from the veggrowerpodcast.co.uk slash shop. And I was really grateful for that. And I thought I would reach out to Richard as well and just see if he would come on and discuss vegplotter.com. Well, we did that. We have this little chat. And firstly, I wanted to find out a bit more about Richard. Yeah, OK. Hi. Yeah. So I am Richard. I'm, I'm from I'm creator of VegPlotter. So I um, I've been growing for many a year since I sort of um, started out as an adult, really, uh, in my back garden. Um, I, I had a, a few vegetable beds and I used to grow there. And when I had kids, they used to help me. But then as I really started to enjoy it, I got myself an allotment um, in, in uh, up in Rugby. And uh, I grew there for about four years. Um, and while I was there, uh, you know, with such a big allotment, I sort of struggled to organize the plot. So that's why I created VegPlotter uh, to help me, me, me with that. Yes, organization of a plot is something that I'm quite keen to try and promote at the moment and trying to stay organized. It's, it's not easy, but VegPlotter is certainly certainly a tool that I've found that can help a bit with this. And I've mentioned this on the podcast before. So let's get into VegPlotter. What is VegPlotter? Okay, so VegPlotter is a, is a sort of free vegetable garden planning software. It, it, it's available on the website vegplotter.com. You, uh, you can use it to plan out your full uh, vegetable garden or allotment layout. Um, you can, uh, and once you've done that, you can uh, plan out your full planting year. So you can uh, add plants on in particular months and it will work out when you can harvest them. Uh, so therefore you can work out when you'll have gaps. It helps you with companion planting. So putting certain plants together with others that will grow well together. Uh, it also helps you with uh, knowing where you, you know, avoid putting potatoes in the same um, bed each year to avoid disease and stuff. It will give you warnings like that. So it's an all-in-one garden software organization tool that really does quite a bit exactly. of the 
the thinking yeah. for you. I mean, in the old days, we used to draw it out on a bit of paper or write down or rely on memory. This is a, an online software that just yeah. makes it a bit more technical or a bit more futuristic, I guess, in some ways. Yeah, so I, I used to use paper, and I still do. So if I'm if I'm working out where beds are, I'll take a piece of paper into the into the garden and use that. But what I think VegPlot is good at is just keeping uh, a record of the your your history, so you can go back. For example, you can, um, you, if you drag a plant on and you're going to be sowing it in your greenhouse, for example, you can that, take a picture of the seed packet and attach it to that row of plants where it's going to go in the ground. So in, in, the, in the coming season, you can click on that row of plants and then see the back of the seed packet to know, you know, what you need to do. So do you need to weed regularly? Do you need to water regularly? All that kind of stuff. You can still see the... Uh, you could go and see the spacing, for example, when you go to put it in the ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I didn't know about the attaching of the seed packets, but that's a great idea. Mm. I'm, I'm forever holding on to seed packets to remember that sort of stuff, but actually that does make a lot more sense. So let's say somebody signs up to use vegplotter.com now. Where, where's the best place to start? So the best place is to go to vegplotter.com. On there, there's a Try Me button or a t at the top, a register button. Um, if you go in there, we, we don't ask for much details, just your email address. Uh, uh, we put your location. We ask for your location, but that's purely to understand what sort of climate you have. So if you live in, I don't know, rugby, for example, you can put Coventry. It'll still work. Uh, we don't actually need your exact location. Uh, uh, a password, and then uh, we will send you an email to just verify that that is the right address. Uh, and uh, and then once you've clicked that verification email, you you will be up and running, and and you can use VegPlotter for free. And it's for free, completely for free. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, but I think that's quite important. I th I have used another software in the past that I paid for a year's subscription for, and I used it once or twice, and then never used it again. So when it came to re-subscribing the following year, I didn't bother which. I feel bad for not supporting these companies out there, but I got to think about myself, of course. But the fact that you do it for free, mm. you uh, you rely though on Patreons and uh, donations. Yeah, yeah I, I do. But I, I started it off um, as a sort of uh, a hobby, really. I, I really enjoy. I thought I enjoyed the challenge of of building it. it, it I it, I spent. It took two, me two years to build, but. I really did enjoy that time and, and problem solving as I went through. So uh, I want and I wanted to make it available to everyone for free. You know, it, I think it's a worthwhile tool for people to use, and I really hope people f find it useful. Uh, so I, I just wanted to, um, and, I, and I think it's it's just a, a, a great thing to do, and that's why why I, I feel passionate about it. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I quite like the idea of things being free, but relying on donations in some way because. For me, it's like if it works, I'm happy to donate to that because it makes my life easier. If it doesn't yeah. work, I've not lost anything. Yeah, and like I say, I I really enjoy doing it. So it, it's kind of like it, it's a it's a win win in my in my view. But and and you know, obviously, I need some help with things like paying for um, the hosting of the servers and things like that. So that's why I ask for donations to help. Sure, sure. No, I fully understand that from from what I do with a podcast. So somebody's created an account, they've got themselves up and running, where would they start from next or where would they go from there? 
So, yeah, so I'd suggest um, once you've created an account, it, the best thing to do is, is to understand what you've got in your garden. So I would start in your garden or your allotment. I would um, get, a, get a good idea of where stuff's laid out what, or you already have in your plot. So, you know, people will already have an allotment, I imagine. But the new starters, if they're taking an allotment, they might already have a greenhouse that's left there. They might already have pre-established beds. So measure those out and understand what's where. And then take those measurements back to your computer. Uh, I, I would recommend starting on your computer. You can do it on your mobile phone. It works just as well on your mobile phone, but because of the small screen, it can be a bit fiddly. <laughs> so lay it all out, uh, and then um, and then yeah, you plan your plan away as you as you see fit. Fantastic. Now, what what sort of things can we add onto this plan? What what vegetables, flowers, plants? So we can, you can add you can add um, you can add uh, the the main uh, bulk of the plants. So you can add courgettes or zucchinis for the American viewers. You can add um, uh, chilies, tomatoes, lettuce, uh, loose leaf lettuce, or hearting lettuce. Uh, you know, the, there's there's a, a full myriad of of plants available. But if there isn't, and if there's something that's not available that you grow regularly, do let me know. Uh, and I, I will add them in. I'm looking to for ideas about what to add, um, and that, that's from a plant's perspective. But there's sheds, greenhouses, cold frames, water butts, uh, all the usual stuff you would have in a vegetable garden. Sure, sure. Well, I've got one suggestion that I don't think I've seen on there that might be worth pointing. Oh yeah, chickens. Oh, okay, there's a chicken coop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a, a little chicken coop. There, there is a chicken coop if oh, you have a look. Oh, there is. There is. I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. So. so there's a chicken coop, but I haven't got chickens, so maybe I'll add a chicken or two. Just to <laughs> put on. Yeah, yeah. Have them just wandering around your design on a yeah. Basis. I, know, I know you've got you've got an igloo, haven't you? So yeah, is it? Yeah, so I might add. See if I can add like an ig igloo design. Yeah, that's 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 a good idea. Yeah. Now, uh, I've I've been using. Like I said, I've been using Veg Plotter on and off for a while, but I've really been knuckling down hard and trying to use it a lot more this year. And the hardest thing I found with it in the past, I'm not very IT savvy, uh, but I've been getting better and better, obviously, doing this podcast and everything has helped improve. And that's meant that when I've gone back to Veg Plotter this time, it's been incredibly easy for me to use now. Partly in the past, I was trying to do it on my phone, and I don't. I think you hit on this earlier. Trying to do it on the phone is far too fiddly. If you can do it on a full screen PC, is a lot yeah, easier. Doing it on your phone is really for reference in in when you're gardening. I think you know you can do everything. It, it's it's easier to use if you're using it for that basis. Yes, yes, definitely for referencing, and I found it quite good for that. So I can go along and sort of say, "Oh, the label's gone. What's here?" and pull it up on my phone, and I can exactly, see it, yes. which is yeah. fantastic. What tips would you give people who are trying to use this and, and really trying to stick in hard at using it? Uh, use it on a, on a, think of it as a monthly basis. So, um, so uh, and when you're planning out your, your planting schedule, it really is go through the months and do it, do month by month. Look at your seed packets, work out when your seeds say to plant stuff and then put stuff in on, on that month. Uh, and then you can, uh, really get to it'll it'll fully you'll get all the benefit of veg plotter then because you'll get your full planting schedule and you'll be able to see where you have gaps in the years um yeah yeah i mean that's what i've found i've put in my garlic and my onions and they've, that's told me that they're going to be ready at 
about August time. That bed's then empty at August, and now I've gone on and said, right, what can I put in there at that time to yeah. take it up, which I found exactly. brilliant. Yeah, and and it's just keep at it. Do like like with gardening, just do it, just do a little and often. I think it can be very useful if you keep it up to date, um, uh, uh, especially if you if you change your plans, which you will do, just quickly change it on VegPlotter, and you can do that on your phone, uh, and then you you've got a record, and then then you can go back in a few years time, you can go back and work out where you planted stuff, and you can you can see the pictures you took of the harvest you 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 got from potatoes at that particular time, for example. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, I, I think you mentioned earlier that you can actually take photos of the back of the seed packets as well. Yes, you can. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can add notes or uh, photos, and you can do that from your phone or or from you can add, attach them from the computer. So, um, if you go, if you um, select anything in VegPlotter, whether it's a shed or a bed or a plant, you can attach a note to that, uh, and uh, that can be text notes or. Um, or it can be pictures. So you could put, you could record the actual harvest from that row of vegetables, or you can put in, like you say, a picture of the back of the seed packet so that you can remember what it says you need to do or what the spacing it says you need to do for that particular variety. Yeah, I mean, this is just sounding better and better the more we go on. You must have spent a long time trying to develop this and really work out all the kinks. Well, it's been it's been live for about five years, I think. So, uh, and it, I was building it for two years before that, uh, and I've added features on since then. Um, so slowly, it's been getting better and better, and and that's why I kind of really want, you know, uh, people can help me by contributing, and and that will give me the free up the time so that I can spend more time building more features. And I'd love to hear what other people think and what other people. Um, uh, want it to do so if you, if you log in if you have an account with vegplotter right at the bottom of the main screen there's a i wish vegplotter would uh, mm. text box where you can put in your suggestions so you know i'm always looking for new ideas about how how it can help people fantastic well i, th I think that kind of sums up everything that we need to know and, and where to go so if anybody wants to find out more where would they head to so you can go to vegplotter.com or you can catch me up on all the usual social media places. So on Twitter, I'm vegplotter underscore, uh, veg underscore plotter. And on all the rest, I'm just vegplotter. Vegplotter. Basically, search for vegplotter and it'll come up with you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or just Google vegplotter. Just yeah. Google. Yeah. Other oh, search engines are available, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to chat about this thank for you. me. I've, like I said, I've been really impressed with VegPlotter and I've been using it. So I will continue to use it and uh, I wish you all the best with the future. Yeah. And th thank you so much for having me on. It's been great. Thank you. And well, as you know, every Sunday I do a live show 6pm on Facebook and YouTube on the VegGrowth podcast pages. Well, what we did on this Sunday, which would have been the 17th of January 2021, was we actually started using VegPlotter live on the show. Now, what I did was did a rough sketch of the top of my allotment, 128A, and started putting plants in and making plans for that. So what I'll do is I will embed that video into the blog post for this episode if you want to have a look at it in action and see how I'm using it. But if you do want to go and check out VegPlotter, then just head to vegplotter.com and give it a try. I do actually quite like it. And I think it's well worth trying, especially if it does make our lives easier. 
Well, that is it for this week. So I'd like to thank you all for joining me. It's been great again, as always. If you want to find out more, then head to the vegetarianpodcast.co.uk. You can leave a comment on there. If you want to email me, it's richard at the And if you want to find me on social media, just search for the Veg Grower Podcast. Until next time, please take care. Thank you.